This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, with an impossible decision to make. The frost giant that we now know as Amagus threatens to have his men finish off the now unconscious Thune, who's sitting at minus three HP. And that's what he told me. He's like, drop your weapons, tell your invisible friend to come back, surrender, or he's gone. And no time to delay. And we are in a tough spot. We gotta, if we fail, if one of us dies here, we locked ourselves into this dungeon. The heroes must act swiftly. We couldn't even walk out of here if we wanted to. Or face the consequences. His name is Thune. The adventure continues. (laughs) Now. Hey everybody, welcome to this latest episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I'm Skid Maher, and I just want to give everyone a heads up that uh, there are only a handful of tickets remaining for our live L.A. show at the Bootleg Theater on October 5th. So jump on that quickly if you want to join us there. And good news for us, the Boston and Philly shows in the coming months are both sold out. So if you have tickets to that, can't wait to see you there. Also uh, want to tell everybody that if you are going to be in the Denver area on the this upcoming Saturday, the 28th. Uh, I'm going to be in town, and I'm going to do a little bit of a fan get-together. Uh, don't know the details yet, but uh, pay attention to our social media, our Twitter and uh, Facebook, and you'll get uh, details there. Uh, can't wait to meet some of you and hang out with you, share a couple of drinks and some laughs. Uh, but uh, for now, let's go ahead and jump into this latest episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. With Thanksgiving right around the corner, we have a lot to be thankful for here. (laughs) Are you skipping over Halloween? Glass Cannon headquarters. What is happening right now? Well, it's fall, man. The first day of fall was a couple days ago. It's happening. September. It's still September, but I I am already excited. I I already told my wife, we're starting to celebrate Christmas on November 1st this year because it goes by way too fast. You're everything I hate about Christmas. You know what? (laughs) Oh, that is shocking to me, Matthew. Oh, you don't like joy and cheer? By people celebrating early. You and I feel very similarly about, about the Christmas season i don't know if that's true hearing the words come out of your mouth we both love it okay but why wouldn't you like it being celebrated earlier because the month is what makes it special the like the limited time frame is what makes it special you're not wrong you're not wrong but i remember last year i always start listening to christmas carols on black friday that's my rule midnight of black friday i'm allowed to do it <laughs> he sets it alive gets out of bed I, 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 ah! <laughs> Ooh, charlie brown christmas um a lot of people go shopping. Yeah, no, not me. I <laughs> try. I do, but I'm listening. I get my he headphones a, constantly. Yeah. I used to go on long runs, and my wife would be like, what do you listen to, rock? I'm like, no, just Christmas just music. <laughs> oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Please celebrate me that, another, please. That's a, that's a great running song from Mr. Kenny Loggins, but it's not a Christmas song. Oh, it sure is. No, it's not. Celebrate me home for the holidays is what he's saying. He's saying celebrate me home. You can come home at any time. You're not allowed at my Christmas table. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a table but don't worry about it i just last year christmas ended a and couple I was like, milk cartons and a door i felt like oscar schindler i'm like i could have listened to more songs that's what i felt like oscar schindler. I was, I was oh my like, god i could have listened to more carols 
Look at That's this how I watch. Felt. <laughs> Look at the time on this watch that I could have been spending listening to Carol. So I'm starting November 1st. That's my plan. Hey, if it backfires, Matthew, I'll let you know. And maybe we'll go back to Black Friday or I'll split the difference and do middle of November. But the point is we're thankful for a lot of things here. I'm very excited about where Giant Slayer is going. Uh, but I'm most thankful to have our good friend Grant back in the studio. Yay! Safe and sound. We thought you were going to stay over there. 9 a.m. Tokyo time Wednesday when it's 8.14 p.m. Tuesday for us. <laughs> How do you little, feel? I'm very confused. Oh, I feel I feel jet lagged yeah. as hell, but it was a life-changing experience. And in fact, I got some presents for you. Uh, what? What? Presents? Wait, wow. first, were you... Um, what time do you what where when do you think it is right now? When does my body, body thinks it's nine fourteen AM tomorrow. Where do you think you But you, you haven't slept that night? I've, well, I took a nap right before there, so it's basically like I just woke up and I'm drinking an IPA at the same time. <laughs> You'll be fine. All right. so, he took a 14-minute sleep on the cheapest, most uncomfortable futon in the history of futons. You should know, Joe. <laughs> he should. So what'd you get us, Grant? First off, and I have more, but this is all I brought tonight. Some Whoa. wasabi Kit Kats. Get out of here. That wow. is so on brand for you with Siphon <laughs> You have gotten to be kidding me. Second of which, I got a ton of gummy candies for Whoa. Matthew. I like how you op- you dumped them on the table. Like, look, it's all for you, even though you already ate half yeah. the bag. Here's part of the gift I got, an open bag of candy. No, no, no. I gave the other... I, I prepped the, that for the episode. I gave the other half for, for my day job. I have an orangina and a uh, Suntory professional soda. Ooh, Santori. professional soda. Which will Santori pair beautifully time. with this Roku Gin Select Edition. Get out of here. What is that? Straight up beautiful Japanese gin in a gorgeous oh bottle. Oh, you have got to wow. be kidding We might me. actually need that tonight. We need to I think pause we, the app. Get some tonic. Pouring some gin and Tom Tom. And then finally, <laughs> since I'm out of the country, you know I've got to bring back some Cohebs from my bros. Oh Cohebas. Are we going to be smoking Cubans and drinking Tontons? <laughs> <laughs> my Tonton will never make it past the first marker. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you in a good mood when you could potentially yeah. kill multiple people. Oh man, eating oh, wasabi, wow. Kit Kats, jellies, tauntauns, and Cubans. Oh God, <laughs> this I'll see is you great. In hell. I know. I'm really glad you're back. I just said it to be nice. Now yeah. this is great. This is great. Thank you, man. Oh, no Thank problem. You. Thank you. Please. Seriously. Also, that bottle is beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's really it pretty. I want to open it and drink it. Oh, mm. I think we will. I think, I think we, we might. Will. I think we will. I gave up gin a long time ago, but maybe today's the day <laughs> I come back. <laughs> what, what made you give up gin, Troy? Oh, I haven't told you this story. I'll keep it short. But one night, my friend was going on on about how he had to give up gin it happened the night before to him he was out with a girl and just drank a little too much gin and uh got back to his place and she came he's like well, why don't we go to the roof and look out there and like it was going really well but you know when you just have a little too much gin you lose control and so he was just he realized he was so wasted even if something was going to happen he had no chance of it happening and she was into him and they were standing on the roof looking in the the sunrise and she was like oh what a beautiful view to a uh, first kiss. And he just looks at her and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I then took that story and went out that night and drank too much gin on like a second date. And I remember just being in the cab with this poor girl on the West Side Highway and be like, pull out the cab, pull out the cab. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right into a sewer. I have. <laughs> and I never, I have not had a sip of gin since. And wow. I was like, 
Oh, God, 15 years ago. I didn't even know that was an association people had with gin. Well, yeah. Well, you know, gin has more alcohol uh, than a regular, uh, like your, your basic five. Like your basic vodka, spirits, yeah. Vodka, rum, tequila is all 80 proof. Your basic gin is at least 90, if not 93 proof. Uh, I, I firmly believe that too much Jack Daniels is a fighting fighting whiskey i've yeah it's bad experiences and with it gin is a puking yeah spirit uh i also uh <laughs> puking spirit. The, yeah. the first time when i was like 12 <laughs> i decided i, love, I, love I, I decided i was going to go uh go to my parents liquor cabinet for the first time when i was like 12 or 13 i went to the blockbuster i got need for speed i had a couple shots of wild turkey and then i was like i can still drive i had no idea what driving was i'm still driving and then i was like before it like hit my little body uh, well, large for me, but, you know, relatively. Uh, I took, like, three more shots, and then I ate a huge bowl of Oreo O's, and it all came up. <laughs> oh. And I have ne- I've neither had wild turkey nor Oreo O's cereal. <laughs> it must have looked like you were possessed, day. just vomiting <laughs> black. <laughs> no! <laughs> we need a priest! Straight oh out of the god. green mile. Oh, my god. That must have been terrible. <laughs> it was awful. I can still smell it if I think about it. That, the memory is that strong. For me, it's green apple flavor. The green apple flavor. Oh, Because god. of an unfortunate <laughs> incident when I was 16 with... Well, incident... A serious of incense with green apple Schmirnoff. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what a oh. weird thing to overdo on. I, I didn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> you said it tasted sh- like candy. So delicious. You said Smirnoff, by the way, like it was Yakov Schmirnoff. <laughs> yeah, like green apple Schmirnoff. For uh, me, it was uh, freshman year of college. Goldschlager. Oh. <laughs> I got so violently, violently. Is it cinnamon sick. flavored? What is it? It's cinnamon like? yeah. flavored and it has these flakes of gold. And literally, uh, I'm like 18 years old, and then somebody was like, It's got flakes of gold and it cuts your esophagus of alcohol. It's right in your bloodstream. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah! <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, I got so sick, I haven't had a. If you can imagine, I haven't had a drop of Goldschlager. You haven't jumped on the Goldschlager train I get, I get so much shit for it at cocktail parties. So like, have a Goldschlager. Like, no, no, no. No, I've, I've sworn off Goldschlager. I can't. I can't. Uh, Fancy New York cocktail parties. Goldschlager on the rocks. All those, you know, uh, sorry, I can't. You know, those agency business my wife. I... Uh, Troy, I owe you an apology. Apparently, Celebrate Me Home is often associated with with Christmas it, I, You don't think I make this stuff up Come It on. is According to This is a direct quote From Wikipedia It's Christmas time presence Is exemplified By its appearance On Best Buy's Sweet Tracks 2004 set <laughs> <laughs> So I stand wow. corrected Celebrate me home in Soviet Russia, Apple Smirnoff drinks you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Skid, any uh, liquor you're not allowed to drink anymore? Uh, peppermint schnapps. Uh, peppermint schnapps. Uh, it was my first year at UMass. It was September. It was this, this, why? This is the anniversary. Uh, I, I drank. I ended up drinking an entire bottle of peppermint schnapps at oh a party. My oh, God. my God. And, uh, like like the, the flash size ones or bigger? No, no, no. Like a full like, Holy liquor. Liquor, liquor bottle. Oh, oh my how did god! You not die? Not, I don't know. A one, one I don't and a half know. liters. I was like, this doesn't taste like liquor. And I drank the entire thing. And I had a friend. I had a friend named Karen, and I kept calling her Betty. <laughs> and I didn't know. Like people told me because you can the next call day, me Betty and Betty when you call me. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess. Yeah, because people told me they said, "Why do you keep calling Karen Betty?" It's like I don't know. And um, I threw up uh, in our dorm bathroom, and I woke up in a puddle of it. Yeah, and I smelled like peppermint. For about a week, <laughs> and, it, and it, no, no smell makes me sicker than, than peppermint, peppermint schnapps. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, I can't ever again. Yeah, I probably should say thank you on the air to my friend who took care of me that night of the green apple schmirnoff. 
Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> this one goes out to Dennis. Goes out to Big D. Uh, we went to the A and P to get some cleaning supplies. Uh, Three in the morning. <laughs> Gross liquor that makes us sick to think about. Aside, uh, Giant Slayer took a bit of a turn last week. Oh boy! Yeah. Episode two two five in my mind delivered. Uh, I was editing it uh, the other day, and Joe was sitting here editing uh, an episode of Androids, and I kept being like, "Oh, oh man! Oh, I forgot about that! Oh God! Oh!" <laughs> uh, and then you know we end on this note um, where the Frost Giant that we now know is a magus um, threatens to have his men finish off the now unconscious, unconscious Thune, who's, I think I said to you, going off the air, I don't know if it made the episode or not, that he's sitting at minus three HP. Um, so a coup de grace would uh, effectively kill him unless he were to crush his uh, fortitude save. Um, but they're wielding uh, great axes, right? I believe those frost giants have yeah great axes. Haven't seen the curve. So that's a time. That's a times three crit. It's a yeah. It's really irrelevant. Um, he would just have to have a natural twenty of whatever their weapon right. was. They can leave power attack on and just uh, take them out. And that's what he told you. He's like, drop your weapons. Tell your invisible friend to come back. Surrender, or he's gone. Part of me wanted to ask you guys all week what the hell you're going to do. For one re- one reason is it makes it easier for me to plan. It also gives me a sense of like, okay, how 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 are we going to handle this? But I didn't. I don't say I regret it. I'll tell you later if I do regret it. <laughs> but I kind of want to, you know, really react to how you guys handle this. Now I can tell you in terms of initiative because at this point we've done four or five rounds of combat. I think uh, over now three episodes. In terms of initiative, the fire giant goes next. This is the fire giant that uh, is standing between. He is flanked right now by Dalgrith and Jimmer. He is the last to go of those other giants. You already killed one fire giant from a uh, one-shot crit from Jimmer two episodes ago. And the lieutenant was killed uh, last time when Baron lit him up with a 105-point crit, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that was helpful. That was pretty good. So the odds have been evened now, considering Thune's unconscious. There are four of you. Actually, no. Yeah, there are four of you, and there are four of them. There are two frost giants. They just went, took out Thune. There's the fire giant, whose turn it is now. And then there is the frost giant, Magus. <sighs> it is the fire giant's turn. Fire giant heard what the frost giant said. So he readies an action to react to what you do. Oh. It is Thune's turn after him. Thune rolls to stabilize. Makes it. So he's fine. I think he'll be fine. (laughs) Negative three! If you're Uh, stable when you take a coup de grace, you're fine. That's right. He's got a good con. I think that uh, 3d6 plus 22 times 3 crit, he'd probably be fine if I roll all ones. (laughs) He's got a 14 cut. He's fine. (laughs) It is now back to the top of the round. It is Baron's turn, followed 
by the frost giant. The frost giant Magus? Magus. A Magus. Baron, I'm going to cross my legs. I'm going to lean back. And honestly... We've been waiting for that really for a long time. Thank you for crossing those legs. I'm wearing shorts. Just want to get killed. It was really inappropriate. It was, it was very inappropriate. Sorry. I haven't shaved down there in a while. <laughs> Veritable forest down there. Uh, why don't you guys talk? Why don't you guys talk it out? Well, I sent oh, an email. Uh, I sent an email around. We've been yesterday. Talking yeah. We've been, we've been talking. Listen, I mean, in the moment, if we didn't have a week between episodes, I'd be like, what are you going to do? And I think that there's something to be said for pushing you to make a decision. I also think it's a lot more interesting if you talk it out. So what have, what have you guys been talking about? Can I just say, in general, it's been very... Uh, unhelpful? Unhelpful. Because <laughs> everybody's like, oh, we could do this, or we could do this, or we could do this, or we could do this. So here's the pros, I'm, here's the cons. I, I'm fine with everything. Like, I'm was, set. I'm oh, set. you're oh, set? You, yeah. You well, had you know, I am very clear. He said, you're sad. He said he's yeah. set on his decision. Now, I thought we were writing Skid. Because I thought it was Skid's call. Yeah. yeah I, I, I thought I it was my turn was coming up. Too. Yeah, I, I forgot, forgot about this turn order. That's yeah. a huge oh, difference. I didn't even realize, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, but it doesn't matter. Everything we said is out there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it, it's my tone was kind of directed toward uh, Skid, and I apologize. Well, I didn't realize that it's really your call. I didn't know whose turn it was until I just brought up the initiative tracker right before we started uh, recording. And in yeah. fact, I, until I started reading it to you, I didn't, I didn't remember what it was. I'm going to give, since we thought it was Skid's turn, behind my laptop screen where you can't see a little uh, finger signal as to our approach. Towards them. Very okay. Oh, fuck. Come on, man. <laughs> Why'd you have to? I, I, I think I agree. Okay. I don't understand what you mean, but I think I agree with you. Oh, I mean, that was directed towards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. No, okay. No, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. I got it. You ready? Where do you want to talk about? After more? he makes that decision, I want you to interpret what you were doing. Yeah. I don't no. understand. I, I didn't see anything you did. Okay. My heart's pounding out of my chest. His name is Thune. He can't speak for himself now. But you talk about threatening to kill him. You already sentenced him to death in those mines harvesting those goddamn mushrooms, you no-good slaver. He knew he was no match for the Frost Giants, the Fire Giants, Lieutenants, or even your twisted ass. But he ran into battle anyway because he wanted to die on his feet rather than on his knees. There's no deal. Click, click. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> so I clearly didn't read the email. <laughs> He's been on a plane. <laughs> All right. I gave him. I, so no, I agree. I, I totally agree. Me too. 100%. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I 100%. The, the hand signal I gave Skid was I flicked him off. Yeah. He but I was trying to say, like, finger. you flicked off the mini? I flicked off. I was, I was trying to say, I, I thought was he was flicking, flicking off. off me. No. I thought you, you were, were flicking, flicking off Thune? I was flicking <laughs> off the Giants. I thought you were flicking off Thune. I'm basically flicking off Thune as well. You know, it's let me ask you this. <laughs> let me let me point this out to you. There is a way, I guess, that Thune survives. The problem is you're so far away. That, if, that factor. If you call decision. their bluff like you've just decided to do, and they decide to go through with it, you do have this round to try and make something happen. But they're so far away. Well, we we talked about this, and we Joe and I talked about it a little bit before uh, when we showed up a little bit earlier. Um, well, basically, right now, like, we have the advantage. We've had the advantage for a while, like, as a group. Like, we've been pushing, pushing, pushing. I was saying, like, we have the enemy, capital E, on their heels. Mm-hmm. They're and falling right now. They're yeah. off balance because, like, we're able to just kind of, like, keep hitting really fast and moving, moving, moving. If we give up that advantage by, you know, dropping our weapons and, like, letting them reset, 
we could lose everything. And at least from Jimmer's perspective, he respects Thune, but like he is not about to, to sacrifice the chance of success for this whole thing, for the one person that he cares about, which is Calabras, in this whole <laughs> venture. He was not about to do that for, on, for Thune's sake. And we are in a tough spot. Like if we if we yeah. we we're like we got if we fail if one of us dies here we are we locked ourselves into this dungeon. And Baron has the historical knowledge to know, and I uh, that uh, the the double crossing deals that Lork told him about that Orphos had. Like, there's no reason to trust these giants. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just as Jimmer cares mostly about his charge, one Labrys Finn, uh, Baron's thinking of Abria and the small folk, and that being. Not that they are worth more, but there are just more of them. And in that type of um, moral and ethical equivalency, like just the numbers of people that could be saved by us being successful here, in his mind, is going to outweigh through. Do you make the same decision if it's Dalgrith or Metra or you lying there? It would certainly be harder and complicate things, but I think Baron as a character would make the same decision. I think, though, because we did think for a bit, you know, that it would it would have been Metra, like Metra, and like we thought. Came that close. Yeah. Came very close. And if it was Metra, I was saying, like, we'd have to seriously consider giving up because we would be fucked. Yeah. Right. And we, we would have, that would cut, uh, that would cut us off from the rest of the world. Like even the, the cave and like, we couldn't even walk out of here if we wanted to. <laughs> One of the things that I said in the email is that Dograith has been in situations like this before and he has given up. He has been imprisoned and stuff like that and gotten out. It, buying that extra time gave him the time he needed to get out of there alive, mm-hmm. save his own skin. In this case, though, I do believe he's looking around the room and he's seeing uh, that the best, as we said tactically, like the, the best defense is a good offense here. It's mm-hmm. like keep pushing hard now because it's our best chance to survive right yeah, now. We have the advantage overall and we have the advantage right now. Like, for, but after the result of like a, a couple of crits, for the most part. And the like, Magus is handicapped. Some good run. Yeah, like we, we have been able to, because this was a bad bad encounter for us yeah and we were able to turn the tables pretty quickly like we we have the front foot right now and uh so we should take advantage of that like that's one of the other things we're saying yeah Yeah. and also thune knew the risks this was a this was a life or death well he also like this is maybe over interpreting what he said but he wanted to see what real power was that's what he was here for he like wanted to like see firsthand i don't know what he actually wanted to achieve here because he was so weird and out there and thuny um, but but uh, yeah, I mean, I he would have been difficult for him to escape through the camps, but he knew the way he was going with us was through combat, and he armed himself to be ready for combat. And he's been in several combats with us beforehand and saw how outmatched he was. So, yeah. and he keeps charging in. He knew the risks, and I believe strongly that it's the best chance to actually save his life. Yeah, yeah, because I I think there's a chance, there's a chance. if we push really hard. They also push could, do they it. could be bluffing too. Also, right. right. Also, on top of that, I think if we gave up our stuff, they could knock us out with a sap to the back of the head. We wake up, they slit us throat right as we wake up. Totally. Like so, I there's just they're such bad actors. You know, we can't negotiate with terrorists. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. You've drawn a line in the sand. So yeah. is it your desire to fire right now? It is my desire to fire. Okay. I, need, I have the need for speed and the desire to fire. Just Can don't, my fire? So don't drink any gin. Yeah, don't drink any gin. Can my fire giant interrupt that, or he fires first? He interrupts it. Okay. So the fire giant. Well, it depends on what the trigger was. It was if we didn't take the deal. If he didn't take, didn't the, take deal. the deal. Yeah. If you attack in any way, he he is going to attack. Um, 
So he's going to go ahead and attack Dalgrith. Oh, my God. He's got three attacks, so he'll start with Dalgrith. No, nope. He has one attack. Really? The crit? Or the, no, the, the fumble. It doesn't matter. You can only ready mistake you made. Why? Readying an action. Oh, that's ah, right. As soon as he right. did it, I was... Oh! Go, go, go. Red team, go. Red team, go. That's smart. That's smart. Weapons okay. free! Weapons free! <laughs> Thanks for keeping me honest. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do power attack. I'm going to take my chances here. Shit, if you crit, though. It's a great sword. 19 to 20. Uh, still a pretty good to hit, but, I mean, you and Jim are built... Uh, I'm not built like Jimmer. <laughs> you, well, you, Jimmer, and Baron are pretty good against Giants, uh, AC-wise. Here we go. Ooh, I want to bring Neon Green out of retirement. Do you want no. some gin before you run? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. No, I'm going to wait until this episode's over because Will of Holler. Bad year to stop drinking gin. <laughs> okay. That is a good roll. It is not a crit. It's damn close. Uh, that is going to be a 35. Ooh. Oh no! Is that exactly thirty-four right? to hit? Oh. Are you kidding me? You fucking oh. kidding me, Troy? Oh. And one thing we said was that we can't control Troy's rolling right. or our rolling. We can't control it, but odds are that we'll be fine if we try to push. Uh, and so, but yeah, you just well, you always break the odds, even with power attack. That's a plus eighteen to hit, and I rolled a natty seventeen. And uh, yeah, you, so you needed a natty sixteen to hit, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, no, it's 34. Unbelievable. 3d6 plus 24 damage Ooh. coming at you. Okay, uh, 7, 8, 9. That is 33 points of damage. <sighs> well, I'm happy. I'm happy. Wah-boo. I'm happy Jimmer didn't take it. He will, of course, move in the initiative order. And it is Baron's turn. Baron Samby. Dog, <sighs> uh, just... Baron Finisher Baron Baron will take a five foot step Directly to the corner Where the stairs lead up to the higher platform Looking down upon The frost giant Magus's head And will fire out a full round attack action And he's going to get up close and deadly For the yeah. first attack Throw up. 24 to hit That is a hit Okay yes. alright you're firing, oh my god! You're firing at the Magus. Yes. You know what else? This is a time when bottle caps, the old way, would be enormous and are useless. Yeah. On this turn. Yeah. Because yeah. if he doesn't misfire, pretty much he hits. I don't right. know what this guy's touch AC is compared to other giants, but right. thirty-four points of damage. Okay. You're gonna have to do more than that. Dude. Second attack. Yeah. He on, has man. he has taken hits from There's, Jimmer, I believe. And you're still hasted. Second attack. That's a hit. Okay. Okay. Oh, we got we got some oh. sixes. Yes, yes. yes. Come on, dude, save us. Thirty-six points of damage. Okay. Okay. Still alive. Third attack. Oh, man, I'm dancing on the razor's edge. <laughs> Total. Uh, twenty-two. That's a hit. Yeah. Yes, dude. Come on, come on, come on. Please. <laughs> 40 points of damage. Oh, my God. You've killed them. Yes! 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 Doom, doom, doom. Awesome. Felled the Magus. Yes! I use all three of my remaining grip points, leaving me open to misfire, and by killing him, I have one left. I also believe you have another shot, don't you? I do have another shot. And there is a giant within range. There is. Come on, crit town. Population misfire. Natural oh. one. Oh, oh no. No. All right, Roll to confirm if it's a fumble. 
pretty low there, Barrett. 13 to, or no, uh, 16 to hit. 16, all right, so that wouldn't be a fumble against <laughs> yeah. Touch AC, so that is just a misfire. <laughs> so I was almost going to say, tactically, don't take the shot, Yeah. because we could take this guy out, and yeah. you might misfire. Barron's yeah. hands are shaking after he sees this thing that he... Yeah, but I shoot with he, this hand. He, he didn't even know, like, part of it was bluster. You see Barron for the first time being scared in this place, and part of it was just bluster to try to scare them off yeah. at the same way. Yeah, yeah. He fell him, and then he... <laughs> Realized what was happening, and he probably saw Thune in the corner of his eyes, and he feels worse about Thune than he let on. So he just misfired in that wow. moment when he thought about that. Wow. Let me know the real. Let me tell you the reality right now. It goes Metra, Jimmer, Dalgrith, and then both Frost Giants. Huh. Metra, oh, God. Jimmer, Dalgrith. You've got two Frost Giants and a Fire Giant. The boss is dead. What do you do? Metra. You're 60 feet away from Thune. I I'm think. on the ethereal plane. You are on the ethereal plane. And the reality is I cannot come back from the ethereal plane and cast a spell this turn. You cannot. It is dismissible. The effect of the, of the cloak is dismissible, but dismissing an effect is a standard action unless I'm wrong. But I just I thought I just looked it up and it, dismissing a spell is a standard action, so... Yeah. Dismissing an effect. And Cloak of Etherealness works like Ethereal, ethereal jaunt. jaunt, so it would probably fall. Oh, and while we're here, I, sh- I think I should clear up because we got uh, an email or two about this. But yes. Metra oh, does one have. One or two. <laughs> Metra has the dimensional agility feat, so everyone can stop with their flame wars. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, wait, you're saying you built the character correctly and <laughs> yes. played it correctly? So well, in the, in the emailer's defense. I did forget I had that. <laughs> okay. Matthew, you're throwing yourself under the bus now. But, uh, so you can act normally. As, as your attorney, I, I'd so like you to people, stop talking. So for people who don't know what you're talking about, Dimension normally door, Dimension Door is what? If you, you use Dimension Door, you, your turn ends immediately after casting it. So you, can no longer, you can't take any actions after using it. And I very frequently have used swift actions and move actions after moving with Dimension Door. So Standard actions, you mean? Right? Or anything. You cannot take no, any actions. Yeah, no, 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 actions. no, I'm saying you've used... Oh, no. so you still can't magic. do a standard action. After Dimension Door is a standard It's action. a spell. Got it, got it, got it. But, like, he can't... I couldn't well, if he didn't have the, He couldn't use the metamagic rod to yeah. do, like, a swift action to cast, got like, you know, any of that. magic but missile or whatever. The feat dimensional agility allows you to use actions after you use that spell. That's cool. It also gives you a bonus for concentration Did and that, Well, that's so huge with the quicken metamagic rod. That's yes. where it comes Oh, absolutely. Was that, huge. was that... Uh, that was a choice on your part, not, like, part of the Umbral Escort path. No, that was okay. a choice. Well, it. we were looking for... Spe- we were, I was looking for feats, and I remember, I remember having a discussion with, with Skid about the virtue of metamagic feats versus something like a dimensional agility. Right. So there's nothing you can do. I mean, I can come out of the of the ethereal plane, but I can't... It, unless I'm going to say something, I can't interfere. So, I mean... Alright. You know what? You can always negotiate. Metro will uh, trigger the cloak and pop out of the ethereal plane. <laughs> and then I'm going to attempt an, an intimidate check. Oh. Okay. And the, I mean, the boss just went down. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to use. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. That's a perfect do it, time baby. For that. So I'm going to do Grant's Grant's method on this. I'm going to roll and then role play based on yeah. the roll. Okay. All right. I'm to be fair, I didn't think Troy. of it. I've just been using it. I didn't look either. Okay. Uh, your leader is down. We could kill you all right now. Look at the weapons we wield. This one has split your your ally in two. Drop your weapons, and we'll consider leaving you alive. 
Ah, a little table McTurn. <laughs> it was a 17 Intimidate. 17 Intimidate. All right, so the DC to demoralize the opponent uh, is 10 plus their hit dice plus their wisdom modifier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have them. Uh, <laughs> and now you're going to run away. But, but... You can still take a move action. Right? Uh, if I may, mm-hmm. this is a really good time for a significant circumstance bonus. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, their, mm-hmm. bo- their leader, their trainer, the one they think is the best fighter in the world... Just got killed right in front of their face. Come on. Mm-hmm. 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 By the way, significant is like plus four, so I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's really going to matter. <laughs> yeah, I will say they are not demoralized, but you see them look at each other. Second guessing. There you go, Metra. Nice. Turn well Good spent. You've, you've sown the seeds for sure. Uh, and I will, I will, I will say, like in my attempt, I was addressing specifically the frost giants, mm-hmm. so I will have moved in their direction. Okay. Um, to like stand directly in, like in their gaze. All right, it is Jimmer, then Dalgrith, then the Frost Giants. Come on, Jimmer! All right, uh, Jimmer is going to turn to this uh, fire giant that he has flanked with Jimmer on his back right now, and unleashes the full fury <laughs> of Terminus S. Oh, it's the end, all right. <laughs> uh, first roll, Natty eighteen. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. This character, this are these the glass cannon dice? Have these been these glass cannon dice uh, the whole time? No, I, I've been using my big red one. I, I misplaced my glass cannon dice. I got them back, but I've been using them. Unbelievable. All right, you, so you, almost, you, you misplaced them in Atlanta, right? Uh, I did, and I got them back. Thank to you. confirm? Uh, to confirm, that is a 35. That is a confirmed crit. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, Trey from Colorado Springs. A screw loose. <laughs> At first, your attack seems to only graze your target, doing little damage. But as the befuddled look of drooling idiocy spreads across their face, you realize you've hit them squarely in their anatomical version of a temple, jarring something loose inside their brain. The victim takes only normal damage, but is confused for one minute. One Oof. minute. Wow. Fortitude negates. Okay. Okay. So it is just a, a, a normal damage, unfortunately. DC 35 fortitude check? Uh, yeah, 35. Uh, 30 total. So okay. he's confused. So he's, now he's confused. Confused okay. for a minute. So the rest of his life. Still dangerous. Still very dangerous. Uh, um, that's 29 damage. Uh, second attack is a 30, 35 to hit. That is a hit. And that is 28 points of damage. All right. Okay. Third attack. Natural one. No. Oh, uh, no. God. No. Was it a confirmed fumble? Uh, that is... That would be a confirmed fumble. I rolled a natural two on the second oh, roll. God, oh, God. Uh, but I'm going to use Reliable Strike, my second instance of Reliable Strike today, to see if I can... No, you, you don't have any. You used two. Yeah. Oh, I still It's have just one. been multiple, multiple episodes, but... I remember going into this fight scared because you had used both. Yeah, I remember remember from editing the episode, you were like, I'm going to use my last reliable strike of the day. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I was confused then. So what's the... Uh, All right. Jerry from Dallas, Texas. Oh, no. From Colorado to Dallas. From Skid to Grant. From Dallas. From Jared to Kelly. What's that movie? You know it's going to be real dumb and mean. Justin to Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, a hitch in your get-along. Uh-oh, oh, boy. You swing so wildly at your target that you end up pulling something in your leg slash back. Take a minus two penalty to strength and dex, and you can only move half speed until you take one hour to rest and recuperate. Uh, so minus two to strength and dex That's for the okay. remainder of the encounter. He okay. needs those. 
I do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> pretty pretty important stuff. I do. All right. Uh, I'm gonna use my <laughs> I'm gonna use my final attack. Oh, it's probably a miss. Uh, that is yeah, it's a 21. 21, 21 misses. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, all right, it is it is Dalgrit's turn. Shit! Come on, Joe. I want to to take him out. Come on, all right. Joe. Come on, Dalgrith. You got this, buddy. Finally, he's on his target. He's in position, and he can just stab away. Uh, and, you're fl- and you're flanking. And I'm flanking. So here we go. First die is a 33 to hit. That's a hit. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ooh, that's good. 38 points of damage. All right. Uh, Still kicking. Next attack. Uh, 32 to hit. Also a hit. All right. Come on, buddy. There's a couple six. Oh, no. Just one six. Damn it. Uh, ooh. Sorry. I don't remember what that was. Ooh. Another 38. Exactly. Dead. Yes! Oh, yeah. All right. Joseph, yes! All right. Oh, great. This comes in there. You great, stupid bastard. They're just stabbing at his neck. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's his. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's going <laughs> to. Uh, that's it. That's all he can do because he, he already started the full attack. So. so he'll land down on the ground, turning to the, the frost giants. Uh, him and Metra, though very far apart. Are the front line now against these frost giants if they decide to attack. Right. But he turns fire giant blood all over the front of him. Short sword out, just waiting for another target, looking right at them, heaving. <sighs> His eyes kind of wild. Yeah. Um, it is their turn. Uh, in preparing for this, I uh, really strongly prepared in one direction. Um, and then I had contingency plans in other directions. Um, and I had every intention of having them kill Thune as long as the Magus stayed alive. Uh. But with the Magus dead, <laughs> they turn heel and run towards the portcullis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and where is the portcullis? Awesome. Uh, it is uh, in the back oh, here. There it is. Yep. So, um, All the way north. Yeah, uh, with the statue there, it's actually going to be kind of tough. They're going to run. They're not going to make it out, so they have to run in a straight direction. Um, so they're actually flanking the portcullis uh, due to the run, the rules for run, and that's faster. That that's faster for them than if they double moved. I don't think they could would be able to double move out of there. Actually, I let me just make sure because I said the portcullis. So yeah, if they double move, they would only get to. Uh, midway between that middle statue and the portcullis. So that's their action. Dude, well done! <laughs> well done! Oh I, uh, my god! It's not over yet. I was really, uh, I really thought that was the end of Thune, and I was like torn, because I like Thune, yeah. and I like what he adds to the party, but I was also prepared to kill him. Um, it just doesn't make sense now. Uh, so it's Baron's turn. Baron, you're very far away from everything, but uh, you killing the Magus... Perhaps save Thune's life. Remember how well prepared they were. They have statues of most of us. There might be traps betwixt here and the portcullis. Uh, so just telling everyone to be careful. I, I think there could be a reason that there'd be like landmines or the equivalent of 
Baron is going to spend a standard action because he's so far away to clear his gun and maintain one grit point. He is going to move five. Can I squeeze past the statue on the upper half of this? Sure. Going that way. Mm -hmm. Squeeze past, and he's going to jump down the final ten feet or whatever. Should I roll an acrobatics? Yeah, roll acrobatics. um, Just to make sure you... Natural 20. Okay. Uh, total flip. 36. <laughs> Gainer onto the floor. Uh, Beautiful, dude. <laughs> land perfectly. And that's his turn. Throw your arms up in the air. Uh, it is Metra's turn. Uh, Metra is going to slide over so she has a line of sight on these guys. Hmm. Uh, and then she will lower a, uh, a pale finger. <gasps> and a little red pearl will pop out. From her, from her finger and shoot all the way across the room. Oh. End up right between the two frost giants who are exactly oh. 40 feet apart. Oh, oh my god. My god. <laughs> and unleash a fireball. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable positioning. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. And they were, they were so close to each other and just based on the distance and the angle they were running at, they were exactly 40 feet apart. And I put, I, all I did was put them in an exact straight line. Yeah. Wow. Oh my so god. please roll a reflex uh, save for each of them. Oh, I love frost giant reflexes. Those wily frost giants. Okay. Plus one. Oh, God. Uh, rolled a natural one. There yeah. we go. Uh, Double damage. And then a 13 total. Okay, both of them fail. Uh, so it's 37 points of fire damage. But I believe they're frost giants, right? <laughs> they're vulnerable, so they take half again. Wow. Uh, another 18 on top. What's that, 55? Yeah, 55. 55 wow. points! And Metro will, 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 will remind them, running will not Save you. <laughs> one of them had yet to be hit, and you just crunched him. The other one had already taken some damage, so he's in really bad shape. Uh, all right. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Jimmer. Um, Jimmer is going to run over to Thune. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I should be able to make it uh, yeah. running, yeah. So he just, like, runs over to Thune to make sure he's okay. Okay. Jimmer runs over to Thune. Uh, Dalgrith. Dalgraith is going to run at the fire giants. Frost the giant. Frost, giant. frost giants. Sorry. He's going to run at the frost giants. Where do you think you're going? Full speed, weirdly hasted. He's just going oh, to yeah. run right up to them and try to just kind of draw them back into the room, basically. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if they want to. You son of a bitch. Uh, all right. So you're 10 feet away from him? Uh, well, I meant to stay right out of range, so... Uh, Okay. Whatever that is. I, I thought that was out of range, but yeah, there we go. Okay. So you run about uh, 20 feet away, forcing him to move if he wanted to take I'm right. I'm standing right here. What are you afraid of? Just a small little dwarf? <laughs> Fuck, I'm attacking you. Oh, <laughs> All right. So he's going to move up and uh, actually he's going to charge at you and uh, strike with the great hex. Uh, uh, 28. Yeah, it's a hit. Is it a hit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bonuses come when I'm on them. Ah, I see. Okay. That is going to be, again, with power attack, 34 points of damage. Really? God. Really? So these are like upgraded frost giants. I can't give you that information. These are not CR8 frost giants. Uh, I mean, these guys hit hard. Were they hitting this hard before? And I just don't remember. I mean, they just weren't hitting <laughs> uh, that often. So that's his oh, action. Oh, wow. That's brutal. Uh, and now the other guy, uh, I mean, they are trained to fight, and you're calling them out. 
So he is going to charge as well at you, Dalgrith. Oh, God. Oh, really? He can do that? Yeah. Uh, that gets him. Oh, dude, I'm fucking done. I didn't know the other one could make that. Huh. Uh, yeah, because you can move double your speed, right? Yeah, but I still thought that was farther than their movement based on what you said they could do before, but I guess I'm wrong. Uh, shit. <laughs> oh, Let me man. just make sure here. Uh, he can move. Oh, you know what? Their speed is hampered because of their uh, armor. He might not be able to get there. Yeah, based on what you said before about... Yeah, no, they can't... He can't get there. Um, shit, what is he gonna do? Uh, all right, that other one who's standing at the portcullis, they started to run. You called him out. Uh, he's gonna hold his action. He's gonna hold his action. Uh, and it's Thun's turn. Obviously, Thun's still unconscious. Fire Giant's dead, so it goes back to Baron. Baron, you're on the ground now. Jeez, Baron's still so far away, and he can't use his grip points now to use Deadeye to resolve against Touch AC outside of his first range increment. So he's gonna start by moving 20 feet to here. He's gonna do a quick measure within moving 20 distance. He's kind of head down, going towards Dalgrith. Uh, he's still 45 feet away. You know, he could get a little bit closer. Dalgrith, does Dalgrith look really hurt to Baron? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Baron... <laughs> Baron was going to... He was bluffing. <laughs> Baron was going to take a shot. Uh, you know, I'm just out of the woods. I'm trying to think if it's better Dalgrith. to take a shot and hope that I hit against regular AC or just to get even closer so I can... Well, I can still full round next time by taking a five-foot step. You know what? I'm not going to let Troy take the positioning to get out of my gun range. I'm going to take 10, 15, 20. So about 20 feet away from Dalgrith in the shadow of this hurt, singed, smelly frost giant (laughs) and another behind him, uh, Baron holds steadfast, ready to jump in, but unfortunately unable to act this round in terms of combat. All right, so you double move uh, to get closer to the situation. Um, Wow. This is... I thought this was like you were out of the woods. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, well, it is Metra's turn. Okay. <laughs> and uh, here come the Kit Kats. Here come the Wasabi Kit Kats. You know, they Whoa. eat these in Japan before test. Kitokatsu means good luck in, in Japanese. So that's, why, oh, that's yeah. part of why Kit Kat's so popular in Japan. So, so I'm awesome. giving everyone a bit of luck. Well, it's a little bit of, uh, a little bit of heat probably is, a, is an appropriate thing because Metra <laughs> is going to slide back the way she came. And catch an algorithm in there? No, I'll put it behind the Frost Giant, but, she, but she's just going to be able to hit that one. Guy, the one that's up on Dalgrith, yeah, yeah it's smart. So, I don't know if he was the one with the that had been hurt before or not, but he is the one that hadn't been hurt before. Uh, but I'll roll my reflex save, uh, natural two. Okay. There we go, so uh, automatic so fail, 35 not points automatic. of fire damage. <laughs> okay, uh, so half again is 47. Uh, uh, 50, no, sorry, I lost track of it. 45, 52. 45 was the base? 35. 35. 35. Mm-hmm. So 52? Yeah. Okay. You know, that's huge, because even though it doesn't kill him, it gives Dalgrith the chance to kill him. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Or it could very well kill Dalgrith with its multiple attacks. That's true. Uh, and that's it for you, Metro? That's all I got. Move at, move standard action. All right, Jimmer, you ran up to Thune. You see that he is breathing. However, he is unconscious. Yeah, and I was not expecting the fight to continue. Jimmer wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so Neither was I. He sees. It's like he runs up. He runs up to Thune's uh, uh, prone body, like ready to like check on him to see that he's all right. But he sees like combat continuing, so he immediately turns tail or turns around and starts and charges, uh, double moves and incurs an attack of opportunity to. Uh, oh this my! This is what yeah, I was God. thinking. The opposite <laughs> of the of the of the frost giant here. Wow. <laughs> 
What a Jimmer and Baron were both one move away from getting hasted into this as fight. he is. He is able to double move and get right behind him. Oh wait, I was hasted. Oh dude, come on, oh, no. Grant. <laughs> you know what's funny now? is I thought it, but I didn't say it aloud because I. I assume that was, was a long, it was a long way to go. Yeah. So I just. Uh, oh my fucking god! I forgot about the move implications. What a boneheaded move! I'm still jet lagged. Jet lagged. Jet lagged. Let's okay. see, Grant. It's okay. I said it before right. we went on air. I was like, this is not the episode to be at fifty percent, Grant. I'm at forty-eight, and you. Know it. If Joe dies, it's just your fault. Attack of opportunity against Jimmer. Uh, very high AC. Natural three. I rolled a one, right. a two, and a three. Right. Three rolls. Uh, okay, so Jimmer, you get there, and that just puts you in position, right? And you yeah. give Dalgrith the crucial flanking bonus that he needs, and it is Dalgrith's turn. Oh my God, Dalgrith! Coming together. You've made a terrible mistake. He just great. He just laughing through the blood as he's like near death. Well, compared to what these guys can hit for. Uh, all right. So first attack. He's not jumping up on him. That's a thirty. Yeah, that is a hit. That'll do. That'll Ooh, do. Look at Six on nice. the GCP die. Uh, so nice to see the logo come up like <laughs> yeah, that. That's funny. Thirty-seven points of damage. He's dead. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the fool! The fool! Oh. And then Dogwood just turns, and you're next. <laughs> Looking at the other one in the back, but then he smartly gets behind Jimmer. <laughs> <laughs> and ducks down. <laughs> All right, you guys, you got this, right, Jimmer? <laughs> yeah. I'm extremely, <laughs> extremely wounded. <laughs> that frost giant. It's his turn. He looks around the room. He looks to his right and sees a fire giant in two halves laying on the ground. He looks to the far side of the room and sees the Magus dead, sees the fire giant lieutenant dead, sees the other fire giant dead, and now sees his fellow frost giant dead as well. He's also a little bit singed, is he not? He is a little singed. He's in bad shape. He looks to his left and sees the wide open doorway out the portcullis deeper into the mountain. He looks at his comrade, and he takes his great axe, and he pounds his chest. Oh, my God. What a badass. And he says, in giant, for Skirkatla. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. He came from, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Skirgard. From Skirgard. Do you think he knows about, oh, my God. Well, he's a frost giant, man. That was. Word travels. Uh, yeah. For Skirkatla. Skirkatla. I thought he'd be angry about us killing the brewer. And he does have the room to charge at Jimmer, most likely to his death. Jimmer's death or the giant's death? And I rolled, what I say, a one, a two, a three, and I rolled a four on the attack. <laughs> so totaled a 19. Yeah. I think, you know, you said it, you weren't, but I think you were demoralized. I think I was. De- <laughs> the die was certainly demoralized. <laughs> well was, done, Metro. It was yeah. enough to get his die. Uh, for shits, sometimes and, that's all you need. For shits <laughs> and giggles, uh, who wants to land the killing blow here, Baron? You're up. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Grant's like minor consumables. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have a, 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 a whole Twitter account dedicated to tracking uh, yes. how many bullets I have. <laughs> it, is, it is very, very, very handy. Thank, oh. thank you, guys. Uh, so uh, Baron takes a five foot step sure up. Sure does. Oh, I thought you were keeping the Twitter account. That's why no, I said it's no. an accurate. <laughs> oh. Well, no, yeah, then it's probably um, right. The guys at uh, GCP FanCast. Oh, they do? Oh, that's oh, awesome. They handle it. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Steven. All right, that's going to be a hit. Do you want the yeah. damage? Yeah, I do. All right, I'm getting rid of those up close and deadly dice. Because if you kill, you get that grip point back. Right, right. Make it count. 
33 points of damage. Still alive. Second right? attack. Still alive. Please don't I'm going to make fired. you earn it. Please That's what don't I want. Fired. Natural 20. Oh! All right, now he's dead. <laughs> Oh, on that GCP black die, dude. Wow. I cannot believe. I can't believe that not only did you win, but Thune survived. We did it. We did it. Wow. Wow. You know what? Bottle caps for the whole team. All right. Oh, nice. amazing. Awesome. I got uh, I got some Sir Will bottle caps here. There's two of them. I brought I'll, those I'll take from a home. Sir Will. What was the name of the person? Cavixia? And then uh, a Galabras for Ooh, uh, Skid. Thank you. And a Troy for Grant. Put me in your pocket. Troy, you know that I now have three... <laughs> you know I now have three bottle caps, right? Really? I just wanted to slow your roll. I All have right. exactly the moments You're I You're in max. Them. I can't give you any more. Three. <laughs> you just made that up. Yes, that's my new rule. <laughs> uh, you are... Out of combat. Wow. Wow. Well wow. done. Wow. Oh, Grant, so well done, dude. If you misfire on that first attack, it is a whole different deal. The first yeah. one would have changed. I mean, taking that, taking that boss out was enormous. Enormous. Even enormous. though I couldn't do a full attack action, so I wouldn't have been able to do spell strike, spell combat. I had plans. I had plans. And Thune is definitely dead. Did he have Well, sure. I mean, we knew that that was a very, very real likely risk. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, we were fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like well, it's like Jimmer was thinking, uh, and this is what Skid said: "It's like we can't give up this advantage for the whole mission because right. of Thune." Right? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, this is an enormous advantage. Like taking all this room out right now is, well, yeah. What also, a huge uh, combat for you guys too, because like everyone took damage except, yeah. uh, well, no, Baron took some damage early on. That's why I had to pull out of there. But I mean, Metro, how many hit points do you have left? Well, technically, I should have taken zero. This right. is the this other is thing another, we messed uh, up. Another, is, yeah. But it messed up both in your favor and in my favor. I, I think. think it evened out in the end. Because uh, the ether step, I read it as it negates one blow, right. which is the flavor text of the spell, but it actually negates a whole until your next turn. So I shouldn't have got yeah. those two other attacks. Exactly. However, you then shouldn't have been able to cast. Uh, I shouldn't have been able to, yeah. So that, I shouldn't be able cloak. to activate the cloak. To activate the cloak. Um, um, so I, that's why I think it evened out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. If you had but, died because of that, that would have sucked. But I, the, I'm currently sitting at 43 hit points. Yeah. Man. Dalgrath is sitting at 40. I'm at 94. Out of, at 94. Uh, I can't believe you didn't even take a hit, uh, uh, did you? Not in this kind Not this episode. Yeah. yeah. This episode, you? that's what I meant. I'm at 137 right okay, now. Okay, so you need to <laughs> Out of 198. But no. stable. Yes. Uh, Baron will walk over to Thune and will... You know what? Why don't we uh, put a little cure light on him? Oh, yep. Six level one. Anybody what? got a channel? Uh, <laughs> all right, so Thune heals for 10 points of healing on the first one. <gasps> Thune wakes up. I was worried about you, Thune. Mm. What happened? It looks as if you came out on top. We did, but just barely. Not without a risk to your own life. I told you to charge into battle before. I thought we talked about that again and said that might not have been the best idea. Now, while I appreciate your valor on the field of combat, I worry about how you value your own life. Are you sure you still want to be on this dangerous path with us? You can still try to sneak out the other way. I don't like to put another man's life on the line if he's not willing and able to do so. I will say, Sheriff Thune... God damn it! (laughs) This is not the first time I have had a brush with death, and I doubt it will be the last. 
But somehow, Thun always survives. <clears throat> Baron, I don't like that he referred to himself in the third person. Makes me uncomfortable. Kill him. <laughs> this is a dwarvish. This is a dwarven, dwarven which hopefully uh, Thune doesn't understand. That's classic villain uh, talk. Baron just draws his, draws his dwarven with a hand axe and just like cuts his throat. Tell Dalgrith, drop your weapon, or I kill Thune. <laughs> Thune, can I ask you a question? You said you always survive. How old are you? Hmm, that is a good question, and one I have not pondered in a long time. I don't know. To be huh. honest, I'm just so fascinated by this. Like, um, what what race? Doppelganger, Doppel, just doppelgangers. Like, I don't know how long they live. I don't know, like, what their society's like. It doesn't. Do they do they just form out of a flower head or some shit? Like asexual reproduction. <laughs> you have a uh, lot of questions. Sir. Yes. Someday when we have a moment to actually sit down by a fire and share a drink, we can we, find out a little bit more about your thorn. What do we do now? We're all wounded, but we've. Well, first thing I'm doing is searching this oh, yeah, let's search bastard yeah, over let's here. Search, search so he walks it. over to the uh, the big boss man, and he's like, sorry, got ya. Uh, and he starts rooting through his stuff. Did Baron kill Skirkatla, too? Who was it that actually Baron. got the killing blow? Yeah, Baron, Baron did the killing blow in the exact same fashion. Had the option With to run. Gun. Had the option to run. Decided to stay. Oh, right, right. oh yeah, I was so, I was in so close. It was a TPK basically. Yeah, if he combat. doesn't kill, any shot, and he killed. Yes, I forgot. Ugh. I was. I thought we came back and killed Skirkala, but we only killed the the minions. By the way, uh, I would use the term "killed Skirkala" loosely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it sort of implies that she's dead, right? Yeah, and right. that's incorrect. Yeah, that's yeah. incorrect. <laughs> defeated. Yes. Yes. Briefly. Yes. Briefly defeated, Skirkatli. Yes. Let's talk about this uh, this situation here. Get, We're get talking it. magical longsword, large. Okay. We're talking magical chain shirt, large. Tiny. Oh. Two <laughs> magical potions. They're cure serious wounds. Just tell you. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. Okay. And a, glug, ma- glug, glug, glug. and a magical headband. Ooh. Oh, That's always good. Casters love a good headband. So do Inquisitors. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's what he's got. I will say that his uh, keen ability uh, oh. came from some, something. One of his Damn abilities, the, the longsword itself wasn't keen. I thought it was a keen longsword. Yeah, that's the Magus. Uh, that's the Magus thing. Yeah. Uh, Magus Arcana. Metra is our best spellcrafter, right? Uh, I'm not actually ex- especially good at spellcraft. I'm only a plus five. You got to beat that, right? I do beat that, but I'm still not great. Come on, baby. Eight. You better. All right, roll. let's see. Dogger is like, let me give this a look. Natural five. Seventeen spellcraft. Seventeen plus one longsword. Oh, okay. Plus one chain shirt. Um, and a headband of vast intelligence plus four. Wow. wow. What is the uh, perception? Is perception. Oh, it's yes. Skill. Okay. And I believe Very it gets cool. two skills, and uh, at, with a plus four and a plus six gets three skills. Maybe uh, his is perception, and the other one isn't selected. So. Oh. The, uh, whoever wears it can choose the other skill that you get the bonus wow, to. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. Fire giants have their typical great swords and half plates. You probably don't want to deal with those. The lieutenant fire giant uh, has the has a plus one great sword um, and also has a uh, uh, plus two half plate. Wow. Oh, yeah. cool. Really so awesome. maybe if we head back to the cathedral at some point, Thune might want to rearmor. Yeah. Yeah, get Thune a little boost. If Thune dibs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, 
There's your situation. Brass Giants just had great axes. <clears throat> wow. And inside the room itself, we just did a cursory glance and kind of, you know, started. Is there anything else to learn if we examine any of the statues or? Yeah. So um, or or the or the, the the items. I assume those are more statues. If you walk up either of the steps to the north and the south of the room. Yeah, there's like half-made statues or some that have been just so beaten um, that you can't tell what they are. Um, you know, it's funny. I was when I was editing the episode two weeks ago, Statue of Limitations two, mm-hmm. Muroplasticity. I made a as I was doing it, I was like retracking again what all the statues were and comparing them to my notes. So going from the top left to the top right, it goes Sir Will, Della unrecognizable with cracked split armor nearby and then the second row left to right metra galabras and you didn't identify one and then the final row is four bears nestor and gormley hmm. so can we try to identify that yeah one? Mm-hmm. and then the remaining i think there are three against the eastern wall too we'd love to take a look at yeah but. you 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 looked on the eastern wall and they're it, in progress yeah it was uh lork one that was completely beaten and destroyed and barren. What is the one that we didn't identify? It's Pembroke. Ah, um, uh, Pams. I wonder if the one that's completely beaten and destroyed is Feraza. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But it's hard to say because we Unless don't know. Unless she was painted on the wall. Maybe? We don't know. We don't need the, any of the logic involved here. So, like, we don't yeah. know. Yeah. True. Can I, um, can I go ahead and just around these statues and through the room just sweep through detect magic on any of these it just seems so weird is it like a trophy room or like we did this we did i just want to double check no it's a practice room oh just practice for combat training yeah that's That's why there's like broken armor nearby and stuff it's actual armor hanging on these statues not like got it right now i remember now yeah just so well i don't know i know we need to rest be up. I yes. can't push forward right now unless we do a whole wave of magical healing and try to keep the pressure on. I don't know what you think, Metra. How are you feeling? I'm not feeling well. We gotta either magic ourselves back to a safe place or we can use that spike thingamaj- thingamajig and then spend the night here. I don't know what you all want to do. I must say, I am in bad shape. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah we're, gonna have, we're gonna have to heal regardless, but Maybe, Metro, you take a good look at this room and we get ourselves out of here. Come back fast right to this spot. You know it now. You can you can bring us back here with reasonable certainty, can't you? I'm sure I could. But perhaps there is value in Jimmer's plan to staying here, setting up the spike, observing what comes through. Yeah, I don't want to pop right back in here if there's any knowledge that we will be back if they are ready for us. It's either come back somewhere else where they don't necessarily expect us or stay the night here. Our healing powers are not affected by where we go. Can no, you? No, but we could rearm, could upgrade what the Thun's protections are as well as keep ourselves out of harm's way should uh, some patrol come looking down here at night. Might see us in the tent, might not, but I don't know if we want to take the risk. Metra, I will use all of the healing powers at my command to get you feeling better. You will agree to jump into the ethereal plane and familiarize yourself with the room further down so we can continue the element of surprise and sleep somewhere safe tonight. So you want me to go reconnaissance ahead in the ethere- on the ethereal plane? Yeah. And then you'd have to, based off of the, the Troy's rules, you couldn't have gotten familiar with a room while you were in the ethereal plane. 
So you would have to find like a safe place to pop out real quick, study it, and come back. So you don't want to set up to camp in this room? Mm, I mean, That's if we want to get more of the, the, just, just the, the risk of something happening in the middle of the night is kind of high to me. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would think the most prudent idea would be to keep the element of surprise, be able to teleport in a room they don't know that we've been to, uh, and sleep in the temple oh, just the night there to are, resize there stuff. are bodies around. Yeah, yeah, but if we go, if I go ahead, there's going to be enemies there. We can't sleep there. So you don't I know, know. You I don't be- know for sure until you do the reconnaissance. I'm happy to do it, just so you can pop out and they'll think right. they've never been to this room. Well, let's look at what's up ahead, and then if not, yeah, take a, take can a we, recon. Can we? Do you want me to heal you real quick? Heal me first. Okay, so <laughs> no, no, just go. You'll be fine. There's a case. There's a ghost up there with an axe. <laughs> go, 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 go. Here's one cure mod for. We can do this off air. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll just do it off air. Uh, so you're full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's keep pushing. No, but we will. We'll track it right. Uh, so, uh, or what are we doing? Are we scouting or are we? I'll, scout. I'll, I'll activate the cloak and. Are, we, are you guys going to wait here and I'll come back? I think yeah. we'll hide behind the spike All right. for the element of surprise. Okay. Um, so leave the bodies, hide behind the spike. Where? On the platform, up towards the north, towards the south? Uh, I think on the northernmost platform will give us the best view onto the entrance we came in through to see if anyone comes okay. that way. And Metro, it's the higher ground. We, yeah, but then we're isolating ourselves in there, uh, open, wide open spot. Oh, well, maybe we'll be just around the corner from the portcullis, so if you need to come running and teleport us, we can do it that way. Yeah, yeah I think that's better. Okay. An and, unobtrusive spot. And Metro, you used the cloak here a couple times today, so how much time do you have left? Did I use it more than once today? I think you used it on your way to this room. Remember you saw one room and you were like, yeah. no, fuck that room, and you came back around. Oh, was that today? I think it was. All so the then same do way. I not have any cloak time? Yeah, you should. Very little cloak time. I mean, it's 10 minutes for the whole day, and I used one minute effectively because I, I activated it in this combat. Why not have a lot of cloak time? Want to send Dalgrith? Yeah. Four minutes. Good four stealthy. Minute, four minutes close. Where am I going? <laughs> Eagerly puts the cloak on. He <laughs> said so this thing's full, right? Oh, right. Yep, totally Can full. you see in 10? He's like, I, I activated. And y'all can see him. Can you see me? Yeah. No. no. Who said that? <laughs> I mean, he starts going, ooh. I honestly, takes all his clothes off and starts dancing around. <laughs> wearing clothes with the finest silk. I honestly don't know how much close time I have. So if you, do we want to say it's four or do we want to say, say it's it. none? Uh, I think four sounds good. I'm on a little D4. I'll tell you what you got left. On a D4? You got to give it a D8, dude. All right, D6. We in the middle. Right. Right. Never say I don't mean the middle. Six minutes. Roll oh, no. wow. right. an Addy GCP. Okay. All right, so six minutes. Great. It's great. I'll, right. uh, I'll wait till I get to the port coast to activate it and then activate it. <laughs> Save that six seconds. Save that six wow, seconds. you did it. All right. Uh, it's Getting through that port coast is really tough. The ground is really tough. <laughs> and you're like, ah! God, that took five minutes just to walk ten feet. There's like there's like a layer of ghost mud, like ghost right mud. right beneath the portcullis itself. Mud. Oh yeah, that's the other. I'm not bound by walls, so that's I could walk through a wall. All right. Yeah, but ghost mud does ghost present mud a, a hazard. Yeah, that's a, you, you have a crossing. You always forget about the ghost mud. It's page, it's page two thirty eight of the core rule book. <laughs> so you zip up and you're moving. I'm, I'm assuming at a pretty fast pace yeah. because you want to cover as much ground as possible. So you're all of a sudden the hallway ends. And splits in two to the right. Of course it does. And Shocker. To the left. <laughs> to the right. All right. So you go to the right. Jota didn't agree. Jota didn't like that. That's the wrong way. And you feel it kind of winding, 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 and you're moving deeper into the mountain, and you realize, shit, I'm going to have to turn around soon in order to get back uh, invisible, and it ends in nothingness. Oh. I knew it. Wow. I knew Could that it. be where we teleport? A dead end? A dead end. Or that's yeah. where we set oh. up the spike. 
Oh, okay. right. oh. I turn around and come back. And just as you get in the portcullis, boom, she appears. Awesome. Great timing, man. Like a superhero. Wow. That's amazing. So well timed. Did you roll a perception check at the bottom? I did not have time. No. Well, let's Wouldn't that be phenomenal? <laughs> we all go in there, set up the tent. And then just like a whole horde of enemies descends upon <laughs> robots. You didn't see the robots? Well, the reason I asked, if it's a tunnel that's being dug currently and that there's a work shift. Right. It's like a bunch of turrets right. just shooting bullets. Was right. just an empty tunnel? Was there equipment around? Did it look like it was being dug? I mean, I, I assume I would have noticed that. natural cavern. Natural cavern? Yeah, it's all a natural cavern. I mean, all, these have been worked a little bit, but it didn't seem like... You just seemed like you didn't notice dead. anything fishy. You know, I think it might, if we're going to use the spike... To rest, I think we should maybe go back to the cave-in because that's an irregular kind of uh, mm. area anyway. Now with the with the collapse, so any like kind of uh, illusory kind of wall wall of rock, it'll look like another like rock fall that we're like resting within. Yeah. So that might that might be best. Do, is that how many rooms back was that? Was that a that's, lot of rooms? That's a while. I mean, that's past the theater production. Oh, can we just go on the other side of one of the theater production walls and just set up the spike that's, there? Yeah, we could totally do that. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, I don't like because I just am afraid that they're going to send people to work on that cave in eventually. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. What is that? What is the the magic item called again? Spike of vanishing? No, I can't fucking remember. <laughs> this is who, a, a fun mental block. All right, so where are you going? Back to the uh, once my mattress room. <clears throat> The mushroom room where we met Thune. <laughs> no. Stop. What other rooms you guys want to rest? The, 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 cren- one- the crenellated walls room. The crenellated walls room. Okay. So, um, unless there's, of course, there's giants there, but we'll find out, I guess. You find out the hard way. Uh, okay. Great. So that's not far. Uh, you go through that winding and you get back there. Assuming you're stealthing, you don't hear anybody up ahead. So you go into that room. So you want to bed down there. Behind one of the behind one of the crenellated walls, we'll sneak back there and plant the spike. Okay. Iron spike of safe passage. Iron spike. Iron spike of safe passage. And what safer place to be than behind these walls? Behind the set. <laughs> behind the set um, that, at least for the moment, aren't being used. Ooh. Backstage. backstage. <laughs> I love sleeping Just backstage. Put the spike Every in the green show room. that I did in college, I would take naps backstage. It was amazing. Skid, Skid, your scene's coming up. There's a soda machine Shut back the here. Fuck up. <laughs> Shut um, the fuck up. I'm sleeping. <laughs> You get back there, you rest, you set up watches, and the whole while I imagine you're thinking about what to do next, because it's not like you're in great shape. You've burned some spells. Not everyone is at full, even with the healing that you're going to do, unless you really start burning some healing. I don't even think the overnight normal um, rest rest is is going to do much for us. But one thing that might help you is that Thune levels up. Whoa! Nice! And we'll see you next week. Wow! You get all your hit points back when you level up in Pathfinder. All I want to do is Thune, 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 and a Thune, Thune. Thune, 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 Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.